Hello, I'm Will Yeoman and welcome to another episode of the Pod Well Travelled. Uh, it's my um, great pleasure today to be talking to Moens Johansson, uh, our great colleague here at West Travel Club, and he's actually calling from somewhere in New Zealand. Moens, welcome to the show and just tell us exactly where are you? I am sitting in my car in a place called Franz Josef uh, on the West Coast, a really sort of picturesque place where I was meant to be going on a heli hike up to the Franz Josef uh, Glacier, mm. uh, but it is bucketing down with rain <laughs> and quite windy, so we can't get up there, so... Uh, I've got time to talk to you instead, which is always nice. Well, that's right. It's always a blessing. But I am sorry to hear that you're, you're going to miss out on, on the Halley hike. Um, I'm sure there's so much else going on. So you're going to tell us a little bit about what else you've been up to, but also um, pointing ahead to uh, a wonderful feature that's going to come up in this Saturday's um, travel section of the West Australian as well. Yes. Um, I've just sort of spent the weekend over in uh, Christchurch on the other side of the uh, the South Island for where I am now. Mm. Um, as our listeners would know, you know, the Christchurch went has been through some tough times recently with uh, the earthquakes in 2010 and 2011, which destroyed much of the, the city. Um, so it's it's been going uh, undergoing a, quite a, a rebuild uh, over over the years, and uh, it's 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 actually you know out of tragedy sometimes uh, you know good things uh, emerge, mm. and I think uh, in my opinion this is uh, this is one of one of those uh, cases. Yes. Um, you know, listeners who who may have been to Christchurch before would would uh, perhaps know that it's quite a you know it's quite an English sort of uh, city. It's got a definitely got an English feel to it with uh, you know old sort of neoclassical sort of uh, oh, Gothic uh, buildings. Uh, that was the Canterbury University and uh, Christchurch uh, Grammar School and those kind of things. So or Christchurch College, should I say? Um, so they're they're pretty very pretty in the, in themselves, uh, as is the um, uh, Christchurch Cathedral, uh, but that was quite extensively damaged, and they're still oh. undergoing some some repairs. Okay, but most of these other uh, buildings uh, in in that uh, former university precinct has been sort of uh, you know fixed up and restored, yes. and uh, it's now sort of like a an art center. Uh, you know, there's a there's uh, several art installations there, and there's a uh, museum uh, nearby, and so on. So it's a really sort of interesting historic picture, uh, a place to walk around. And uh, you know, there's you know a few cafes and uh, even a winery uh, and that sort of stuff within that precinct. Uh, where so so it's a really pleasant sort of place to to enjoy, um, but. In addition to that, there's, uh, you know, that through this whole sort of rebirth of, of the city, um, you know, there's some, some really lovely riverside sort of precincts with uh, cafes and bars and, uh, you know, trendy trendy shops and all that sort of stuff. So wow. it's, it's got a really nice vibe to it to, mm. to walk around and or cycle around because it is – has been redesigned so that it's particularly uh, friendly for for pedestrians and cyclists and so on. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, as, as you say, you know, out of tragedy, sometimes you get these opportunities, don't you? And it sounds like they've really taken that opportunity. 
Yeah, and and I think uh, from what I've been told, it's it's been a sort of really um, uh, collaborative effort between government, the the Maori community, and other community leaders yes. leaders who work together to create this new city that uh, recognised and acknowledged their shared history. So it's it's not just rebuilding the. Um, uh, if I can use the phrase again, the English style village mm. that uh, that it sort of uh, had before. Yeah. So it's it's been quite a, a transformation, and uh, I think it's been a, a really good one. I, I certainly enjoyed my time there, and uh, I think I think if if people visit, uh, it will change their mind a little bit, bit about Christchurch, which perhaps in the past has been sort of considered a bit of a gateway to. You know some of the other destinations, sure, you know, like Queenstown sure. and so on. Mm. But uh, because of the the change, there's, uh, you know, it's got a, a real sort of nice vibe about it, and uh, you know, it's it's really quite close to to a lot of things on the South Island. So within a couple of hours, you can you can you know be in some of the uh, you know uh, or at some of the more uh, Famous attractions, if I can put it like that, you know, for example, uh, Lake Tekapo or Mount Cook or Hanmar Springs or yeah, so on. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're within easy driving distance um, of of uh, Christchurch. So I think I think uh, you know it'll it'll be a really positive thing for for Christchurch moving forward. Oh no, that sounds fantastic. So what you're saying, it, it's really because it. it Basically, it's become more of a destination than just that gateway that you were talking about before. Yeah, or it should, yeah. It should anyway, yeah. Um, and the... Um, yeah, go on. Sorry. No, no, sorry, I was going to ask you another question, though. I mean, I'm not sure if you had... I mean, you kind of already answered half answered the question, but um, did you have enough time there to get a sense of tourism in general, whether whether tourists had come back, even if it is just um, they're on their way somewhere else. But, you know, how, how did it feel for you? No, it, it just, it, it, there is definitely, uh, you know, there did appear to be a lot of uh, tourist buses around in wow. particular. You know, I stayed in a, in a hotel up uh, at one end of town uh, near the sort of uh, historic precinct there. Yes. Um, and it's close to the Botanic Gardens and that, which in, in itself is a is a very uh, attractive proposition if you are you are in town, mm. and uh, there were a lot of tourist buses stopping there, and uh, you know uh, uh, Chinese tourists returning, you know, wow. and uh, you know enjoying the, the the gardens and and the sights around there. So that that was nice to see. Um, but the other the other main thing uh, that was in town this weekend or last weekend was uh, Christchurch first international sporting event uh, which is called the Sail GP Mm. and for those who don't know what that is that's uh, you know those super fast high tech catamarans that sort of uh, scoot along on these uh, foils so they lift out of the water and can uh, reach speeds of close to 100 kilometers an hour mm. in the right conditions. So um, that that event was on as well, and that you know obviously brought uh, a fair few international visitors, and uh, certainly many people from Christchurch out to to celebrate. Yeah, yeah, and you're going to be writing a little bit about that as well in, in the Saturday's uh, travel section. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so that that was quite a 
quite an an interesting uh, experience. Uh, just uh, it was it was held over in uh, just across the the mountain from uh, Christchurch on the Banks Peninsula in okay. a little harbour called uh, Littleton mm. Harbour, mm. and um, uh, it's sort of a spectacular, fairly narrow sort of harbour. So it's good vantage points on both sides of the the harbour to uh, to view the racing. Uh, and the format of this kind of racing is that it's uh, sort of short and sweet, uh, mm. about 15 minutes each. Uh, and over the weekend, they were racing on both uh, or three races on both Saturday and Sunday. Mm. Uh, and uh, when I attended uh, on the Saturday, there were more than 20,000 people sort of gathered around uh, grandstands and tent villages and, uh, you know, even on the banks of the, the harbour just watching the spectacle. So oh, it was quite a, quite a sort of party atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, sure. Now, look, I, I mean, you know, while we're on the subject of sailing, I really wanted to ask you about your, you know, voyage over there and, and, and actually a little bit about the flights too. I mean, where, where did you leave end up leaving from? Because we, we're recording here from Perth and Western Australia. Yeah, so uh, on the way... Cross, I flew to Sydney yes. and then uh, directly to Christchurch from there. Okay. Uh, but my return journey uh, will go through Auckland and then there's a direct flight from Auckland to Perth. So, um, so it's certainly, you know, sort of an easy to reach destination, New yes. Zealand from, from WA. And, you know, there's more and more flights uh, coming online all the time. So, uh, Okay. Yeah. And how it's, long is the flight from uh, Sydney to to New Zealand? Uh, from Auckland to oh, well, from Auckland Sydney to, to Auckland. Perth, Auckland I think it's Perth. about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Auckland to Perth, uh, coming home, I think, from memory, is about six or seven hours. Okay, that's not bad. No, it's not mm, too bad. Very good. Yeah. Um, and uh, heading heading across, uh, you know, I was in Sydney in about yes. you know three and a bit hours, and then uh, it was uh, two and a bit to get to Christchurch, oh, so it wasn't nice. too bad. Yeah, so it's quite doable. Yeah, and can you tell us a little bit about what else you'll be getting up to? In New Zealand. Yeah, well, mm. right now I'm sitting writing a story <laughs> in the car here <laughs> Indeed, with, yes. the, with the rain pelting down. But uh, hopefully, if things clear up this afternoon, I'll be going out for a sort of an eco walk uh, near the Fox Glacier, which is right. uh, not far from the Franz Josef uh, Glacier here. Mm. Um, but that's also a little weather dependent. But uh, to get over here onto the west coast, I can tell you, I went across the uh, on the trans uh, Al- transalpine uh, train. Mm. which was a, a lovely experience because, uh, you know, it's a very, very scenic uh, uh, train ride up through what's called Arthur's Path, Pass, basically okay. over the spine of uh, the the, uh, the Alps that runs down the, the middle of uh, the South Island. So, uh, yeah, that was a, a pleasant way to get over here. Yeah. And, uh, that takes about... Uh, five hours from Christchurch to Greymouth. Mm, so mm. Uh, that's another another thing that uh, you know, if you were based in in Christchurch, for example, you could uh, head over to to the uh, west coast here and explore that for a few days, and take the train or fly back. 
Oh, very uh, nice. to Christchurch again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now you mentioned that you are you're sitting in a car, so clearly you're going to be doing a little bit of driving around as well. Yeah, I'm a, oh, I got to tell you, yesterday mm. was a, a fantastic day. I arrived in Gray, Greymouth, and then uh, I went out uh, to uh, look at a gorge called. Uh, oh, hang on, I just got to look this up so I don't <laughs> get it wrong, um, because. There's all these New Zealand names floating around in my head here. Yeah, of course, uh, of course. Hokitika Gorge. Um, yes. And it was just a spectacular location uh, with this sort of turquoise sort of water flowing down through this uh, narrow gorge and there's a couple of suspension bridges and and uh, walks through the, the rainforest uh, adjacent to the gorge there. Mm, so that was nice. a really sort of picture picturesque location yes but then uh the drive down to uh south to where i am now at france joseph uh was just spectacular uh you it's it's quite a demanding drive because it's uh, there's not a straight bit of road anywhere really it's mm. it's up and down and mm. winding uh, up and down mountain sides and down again on oh, you know how beautiful on the other side yes. so yeah it's it's really really beautiful and uh you know, if you're in a car, you just need to chill out, take your time, and and uh, enjoy the enjoy the drive. Um, but uh, yeah, it's spectacular country over here. It is wild and woolly at times, but uh, mm. it's uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that sounds absolutely amazing. So you've got a little bit more time there um, before heading back to Perth, haven't you? Yeah, I uh, I come back when I. I fly back to Christchurch tomorrow. Yes. Um, and then I head uh, up the coast, up the east coast a little bit to do a bit of exploring around there mm. uh, near Kaikoura. Right. Um, so so that'll be quite interesting. Weather depending, you know, there's uh, a chance I can get out and swim with some dolphins and wow. various other various other things but after what happened today I'm not getting my hopes up too high <laughs> no, on that no 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 fair <laughs> enough yeah In- interesting yeah. the weather because yeah like obviously here we've, we've just hit autumn haven't we and it's we've had some really warm yeah. hot days here in western Australia but you're talking all about this sort of rain and wind and everything yeah yeah it's it's uh, I mean it hasn't been super cold here today mm. is probably the coldest day it's been but it's been sort of uh, you know Around twenty degrees. Right, uh, okay. Perhaps here at the moment it's only about fifteen degrees. I think the car yes, is. So, yes, right. And that's that's getting towards midday, so it's probably not going to get much warmer. I wouldn't think. <laughs> okay. Well, look, Mullins, thank you so much for joining us on the pod. Well travelled, and we look forward to talking to you again when you get back. And in the meantime, as we've discussed, uh, readers can find your stories in this Saturday's travel section of the West Australian newspaper and also online are uh, thewest.com.au forward slash travel. So look, mate, you have, a, you have a great day and hopefully the weather will lift pretty soon. You can get out there and do some more exploring. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Thanks very <laughs> okay. much. Nice to talk to you. 